0: All right. Welcome to the Podsky Wee Wee Instant Reaction Show. I am Mike Graham. And of course, I have my partner in crime, Josh Smith, with me. Your Hamilton Tiger Cats lose their first game of the season, 30 to 13 in Regina against the Saskatchewan Roughriders. Uh, lots of stuff to talk about in this one, Josh. But I'd like to begin with the offense, in particular the offensive line. They were awful. Uh, Fontana looked like a guy that hasn't played in three years. Vorn call was bullied all game long. And I didn't think Van Zyl performed well either. Would you agree with that assessment, Josh? <laughs> Did you say lots to talk about? Well, there's there's lots of bad <laughs> stuff to talk about, I think.
1: I was going to say, do you want to just skip talking about the game? I saw like, Jurassic World this weekend. you want to talk about that instead?
0: Well, it would be nice, but I think the people uh, are here <laughs> yeah, to they
1: hear. They want to hear us talk about football. I get it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. The offensive line was trash. The only time they looked halfway decent was when it was the five Canadians. They yanked Vornkhalb. I don't know, third or fourth series. And then they looked okay until Saxlid got hurt. And then they went back to looking like absolute garbage. Like, it was it was the worst-case scenario, speaking of the offensive line. And this may have been the worst matchup possible for them, too, right? Like, going against a really good front seven in Saskatchewan, maybe this was kind of like baptism by fire, but it was bad. Vorncall was terrible. Fontana was, like you said, looked like a guy that hadn't played in, what was it, four years, three years, four years now? Yeah, it just, it, it was not a good good night for the guys up front.
0: No, definitely not. Uh, it, uh, it was pretty ugly out there from the very first possession. I mean, Warren Call gets blown up on a, on a move by the defensive lineman of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Uh, gets to Dane Evans, he fumbles the ball, and Saskatchewan takes over deep in Ticat's territory. Um, now that we got the offensive line of the way, what do you think about Dane Evans?
1: I didn't, he wasn't, I mean,
0: he wasn't it's good. It's tough to say because the offensive line was so bad, right? That's
1: just it, like, the two fumbles, it was two fumbles, right? He had two fumbles and two picks, I think. The, the the fumbles weren't on him. I mean, they were and they weren't. They were on him because he fumbled, but they weren't on him because he tried. He was trying to make plays. And he was he was just getting harassed every snap, it felt like, that he just had to do something. The one interception was a, a deep ball, and the other one was he forced it in there and Moncrief just stepped in front of him and took it away. Like, it, he, he wasn't great, but it's... You're kind of grading on a curve here because how do you judge a quarterback play when the second the ball gets in his hands, he's got three guys in his face and is running for his life? Like, no, I don't care who you had. Like, Doug Flutie couldn't have done anything better. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, To mm. me, this, this game all comes down to, offensively speaking, how bad that offensive line was because then that permeated everything. There was no run game. There was, there was one or two good plays in the passing game. I don't think Tim White played particularly well today. Had a couple of drops that that kind of ended drives. Made some curious decisions when there was a one of those screen passes in the back, uh, the like the jet sweeps that he could have cut up field and instead tried to go outside and got tackled. So, I mean, no one, no one on the offense had a had a good day. So, Evans, yeah, he's going to take a lot of heat because he's a quarterback. But at the same time, how do you how do you put any sort of great on that performance when you, you don't even know what he could do because he just he never had the time to throw the ball.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's a good point there, Josh. It just it stifled the offense completely. Like you said, the run game, I felt like they abandoned the run game very early in this one. Um they just sitting they were passing every down in the you know the second quarter on to the very last quarter. So definitely not a good performance by the offense. But I thought that um you know Poppy White probably look like the best guy out there on offense what do you think yeah, Except for dunbar think- who had that big obviously dunbar had the big reception in the fourth quarter for about 75 yards but he didn't make much noise before that
1: no i i would have said the same thing poppy Wade was probably the best player on offense but that's sort of damning with faint praise like i i don't, I don't have his numbers in front of me i don't have the stat sheet i can't imagine he, he put up that big of a of a stat line cuz no one on offense did and you talked about the not running the football. I mean, neither of these teams quite frankly should have even bothered running the football after the first quarter. Like, I know we're going to get to talk about the defense in the second because they were that that's actually one of the positive things to talk about in this game uh, at least for, you know, the first 50 minutes until the game really got out of hand at the end of the fourth quarter there. But running the football like why why would you bother when you're getting 2 yards a, a clip, right? Like both both these are these might be with Winnipeg, the three best front – like two of the three best front sevens or front fours, I mean, and maybe even front sevens in the league. Like these defensive lines and these linebacking cores in Hamilton, Saskatchewan are fantastic. Like they're loaded with all-stars. So if you're, if you're thinking – like I, the proof is in the pudding. No one's going to be able to run on these two teams this year. So, I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to get a little bit more out of the run game. But, I mean, at some point you're just like, Okay, so we're now at second and seven again, and we got to throw. And oh, Dane's running for his life. I would I would have just had him sit back there and chuck him fifty yards down the field every play. Quite honest, I would have played it like Madden.
0: Yeah, you know, I thought I, obviously Dane was pressured all game long, but even when I, he had time, it seemed like he was he he was having a hard time finding open receivers downfield. Did you did you see that as well, or yeah, a lot, lot, a
1: lot of passes he he like batted balls right, like the very first yeah. throw of the game was a a tip pass that uh, I don't, I think, I think he was looking at, at Tim white there and Tim white was open, but it hits the, like the riders get their hands up. And there was just a lot of plays tonight where they got their hands on the riders' defensive line, got their hands on some of Evans passes. And you know, they pulled down two interceptions, but they could have had two or three more just based on the, on the tip balls that they got up there. So yeah, I, I, again, I, it's, is it first game jitters? Is it, I mean, here's the thing. They went into Saskatchewan last year and lost thirty to eight. So at least this year was a slight improvement. They only lost thirty to thirteen.
0: Now that I think back on that game last year, it's kind of a you know, a similar game to watch. They just struggled throughout the whole game offensively. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, let's not talk about the offense anymore. Let's get to the defense. Uh, I thought they played tremendously yeah. Um. pretty much all game long. But, you can, you know, obviously they fell apart there in the fourth quarter, but you can't really blame them. I mean, the Ticats had like six punts in the first half and then several more in the second half. There was a lot of two and outs, so they had to be getting tired out there.
1: It was, to me, the turning point of the game was the touchdown that was called back on the holding call by Alex Fontana. They scored a touchdown there. They're up. I think, that came, I think that came right after the fumble to open the second half, did it not? Was that not the the drive there? And then they settled for the field goal to tie the game. They scored a yeah, touchdown there. So. Then the defense is – now you're playing with a lead. The defense is, is doing its thing. Maybe they're, they even get a little more amped up because the, the defense was incredible. Like, yeah, you're going to see if they allowed 30 points. But at the same time, like one of them came off at the very end of the game off a one-yard plunge. And it's like that's not on the defense. And the Ticats turned the ball over four or five times in this game. The defense did – the job that they had to do. The offense was was what didn't work in this one. I thought, like I mentioned, the defensive line with the run game. They were absolutely phenomenal stuff. And I didn't, I don't think Cody Fajardo had a very good game, quite frankly. He just used his escapability to make some plays. Uh, the secondary, I thought, was really good. The Riders have some really good receivers. And aside from just a, you know, play here, play there, I don't really think any of those guys did much of anything. So, I mean, it, it's hard to really talk positively about a game that ended – with a 17 point margin of defeat, but the defense, like you said, they did what they had to do. The offense just didn't hold up. It's end of the bargain.
0: Yeah. They, they kept them in the game up until, you know, midway through the, the fourth quarter. Uh, I thought the defensive line was in particularly great. Um, I thought, yeah, every, every linebackers, uh, the DBs, everybody played really well. Um, I thought Dylan Wynn had a really good game. So, I, I mean, if you can take away anything from this game, you know, on a positive note, I would say that our defense is uh, up to par to what it was last year or yeah. or maybe even a little bit better. So, uh, and also I thought the the special teams coverage unit was, was pretty darn good this game as well.
1: Yeah, special teams, there was maybe one bad punt and there's obviously the field goal that honestly didn't make a damn bit of difference that he doinked off the upright. But I thought special teams as a whole was, was really good. The defense was really good. If the offense can get their shit together, this team's gonna be gonna be a good football team. I know there's there's gonna be a lot of people that look at the score, that have that watch tonight's game and are gonna be like, This team stinks. It's one game. Teams get blown out all the time. Like, do we th- do we think Winnipeg stinks because they barely beat Ottawa at home? You know what I mean? Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's it's week one. There's gonna be four winners, there's gonna be four losers, and the Argos didn't play. So it's it's just look at it this way. Every team that played in East Division this week, they lost. So they lost no ground on anybody. The, the sky is not falling. It's not time to hit the panic button yet. They got a home game coming up against Calgary next weekend. Like you probably saw it online as well as I did during the game. It's like the instant reaction of just like, oh, this team's going to be zero eighteen. It's like you got to cut that stuff out, man.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. I. Have my concerns, obviously, but especially with the offensive line, but I'm always worried about that. So, um, you know, obviously they have things to work on. Uh, would you? I, I thought it was curious when they got that touchdown from Dunbar that they didn't go for two and make it, you know, a one point game. That way, if Saskatchewan, you know, it didn't end up mattering. Um, but if Saskatchewan goes up, then they're only up by one possession, you know, by eight points, but then they end up scoring a touchdown and they're up by nine. Did you find that call any, you know, curious at all? No,
1: because if they would have gone for two and missed it, they're down by three. If they go for, you know what I mean? Or were they? Right. Oh, yeah. 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 Cause they were down by two, weren't they? It was, mm-hmm. yep. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Right. It was, it was 15, 12 after the touchdown. So you, mm. you you go for two, you make it a – like one-point game, two-point game to me is not – and at that point, the defense was still playing really well. Like they'd only given up five field goals. So in, in my head, if I'm the coach, I'm thinking, well, we're not giving up touchdowns anyway. So even if they a field goal, we're only down by five. So t- to me, now nah, that didn't – maybe if it was a – different, had, had, if the game was playing out a little bit differently, maybe. But in that situation, nah, they're going, they're going for the single didn't really – it, like, I didn't even, honestly, when I'm watching, it, I didn't even think about it at the time.
0: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Now, we got uh, we got one question from our bud, uh, Claudio. Uh, I'm sure that, oh, this is going to be a good one. Uh, what is the all-time record for sacks allowed in a season, and how did the Ticats O-line already break it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's harsh. But Well, I think they ended up probably with, uh, you know, seven or eight sacks given up in this game. So,
1: I'm see pretty if i
0: Let's
1: see if I can pull up the stats. But I'm not sure if I can. I don't. I don't think I got. No, I haven't got them yet. Okay. Scratch that. No stats for me. Uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think, off the top of my head, how many they. It's it's got to have been at least six.
0: Um, okay. So all right, I got I got something here, Josh, for you. Uh, okay. I cool. uh, got one, one, two, three, four, six, seven, eight.
1: Eight oh, sacks.
0: Eight sacks. Eight sacks, man. And that did,
1: and I, I don't know how many and that's eight sacks on top of how many quarterback pressures, yeah. On top of how many yard like runs that went for negative yardage or just that's that's about as you know what it, you know what it reminded me of twenty seventeen that twenty seventeen offensive line that went against uh, who they open this, they played the Argos in the season opener in Toronto and they got absolutely shellacked and I and they I, they ended up cutting like two linemen and and bringing a bunch of other guys in. It was, yeah. The offensive line—it's it's the story of the game. The offensive line was absolutely atrocious, and that's the thing that we're going to be spending the majority of the week talking about until they get back on the field. What is it next Saturday against uh, against Calgary? So, but deservedly so. They, that was one of the most putrid, poor performances I've ever seen from a starting five in my life. And like I said, once they removed Vorncall from the lineup, I thought the line was okay. But then Saxl gets hurt, and it just—I think that was just the end of the game quite honestly.
0: Yeah, he actually gets carted off the field as well so um he might be gone for an extended period of time which would be a ble- a big blow to this Ticats offense. So
1: yeah, um, I think yeah. I saw him, I think I saw him later in the game on crutches on the sideline so that I mean that's not good either because you don't ever want to see a guy on crutches Colterwood Manzie's been on crutches since halfway through training camp so we don't know how long he could be out, but just the look on his face after he, he came—you saw him. They—they they cut to him out on the sidelines. He slammed his hand on the on the trainer's table or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he, as you said, he gets carted off. I saw him on crutches. Like that's that's likely a you know six-plus week thing, and you know what that means?
0: Get some more Vaughn call, some more bone call for you. Some left tackle action. That's gonna be a question mark all season long. I think. Oh, okay, Okafor. Yeah, there's another. Another beauty that they might throw in there. Yeah. Um, but but uh, what do you think, Josh? Anything else you'd like to add about the game? No. But did yeah. you see those ads for that Elvis
1: movie? It looks pretty good.
0: It does look pretty good. Now, I'm not a huge biopic kind of guy. Oh, I, I like to go. I, I like to go straight to the the documentary. I feel like you get more realism out of that instead of, you know, I I, I just feel like a lot of the time in those biopics, the people that are involved you know they like say they did one about elton john he has a heavy you know say in what what goes into that movie right so you're not necessarily getting the true story in my opinion they did one about elton John. It's called rocket man yeah i know uh, it's probably like it was awesome fair enough but
1: you know what but here's okay bringing up elton john okay we're we're going off the rails here because that game was trash so let's talk movies buddy elton john's been very they don't do, do a lot about his drug stuff in that movie you should see that movie it's really good do you like elton john at all
0: I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, he's a talented fella. Uh, <laughs> I I know his hits. I don't. I I never really uh, dive deep into his catalog, but I know that he's a talented guy for sure.
1: Anyway, I, I I don't know. I it's a musical too. So like the music's like done throughout, like built into the narrative of the film. And I hate musicals. I don't know, but I love that El- that Elton John movie. I the Elvis one looks good too. I don't. I I, I like by like I don't need the if I like you said. You can always watch the documentaries if you want. Like a true like i just want to be entertained give me a give me a a dude up there singing like like the queen one the queen movie i didn't really like because it was just kind of like here's queen's greatest hits and people playing queen but like it was a two-hour movie where you just got to listen to queen songs like who doesn't like i i i i I loved it like you know what i mean no
0: i don't get okay and maybe i'll make people angry here prince i don't get it like why is he so great prince Prince. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't I've heard in some of his songs like I don't get why he's so great.
1: Cuz he's super talented cuz he he can compl- Have you did you know watch that halftime show at the Super Bowl? Uh, oh my god. I don't know.
0: Yeah, you music just doesn't doesn't do it for me, man. Doesn't do it for me.
1: You're you're going to piss people off more with that comment than we are talking about Cats offensive line tonight.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's unfortunate, but I can see everyone disappearing quickly as we <laughs> <laughs> dive into the movies and the music talk.
1: Well, I mean, what else? Is, like, what else is there to say about this game? The defense was good. Special teams was pretty good. The offense sucked. Like, we could we could have done this in four minutes and, and been over and out. But it's, it's on to next week, man. It's on to next yeah. week.
0: Now, just quickly, um, you know, I thought we got a really entertaining game in the first game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm drawing a blank. It was Calgary-Montreal. I thought it was great. Yep. I thought the first half. Of last night, last night's game was great, and then an exciting ending. Um, this one, not so much. But you know, if you had to give a grade to you know the entertainment level of CFL football so far this this season, what would you what would you give it?
1: Right now, C plus B minus, because that first game was like, and we were texting about it, like, oh, this is this is this is what it is. And then the Mon- or the not the Montreal game, the what was the last night? Winnipeg and, and Ottawa. It it started hot and then kind of tapered off. This one was kind of dull, but the defenses like it was bad offense, but it was also really good defense. So there, is, there was kind of a give and take there. But obviously, you know, the Ticats game tonight was the was the worst of the three. It, not, not, funny not, because... not even just from like a fan perspective, but from an entertainment yeah. perspective. Like it just I, yeah. I didn't I didn't find it all that entertaining. So yeah, maybe because like that first game that first game was like an A. And then the the other the the Bombers Red Black game was about a B. And this one probably sits pretty close to like C minus D plus era. So I'll go, I'll go with a, I'll go with a B minus so far. Hopefully the, the fourth game today between two teams that weren't very good, uh, a year ago, maybe that'll bring some, bring some sparks, but I don't know. It's been, it's been okay. It's, it hasn't been like, it wasn't as great as the first game made it seem. And it wasn't as bad as tonight's game was, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
0: Yep. Yeah, it always usually takes a while for the, the offenses to gel, but uh, it's funny we were texting the other night about how this game, you know, has the potential <laughs> to be the game of the week, and uh, boy, were we wrong about that. Um, you know, yeah, like you said, it was an entertaining game from a, a defensive standpoint. I, there was a lot of good stuff there, but overall, um, I'd probably give it a, you know, C-minus entertainment-wise. So, um, but yeah, I think that's about it. So... I'm Mike Graham. Uh, Eat them raw. I'm Josh Smith. Eat them raw.